guys remember three weeks ago when I broke the news that your favorite ball club was going to punt on 2023 as well, meaning that there's not going to be any significant increase in payroll. There's not going to be any pursuit of any free agents or anything like that. Remember that? And remember also how there was any number of skeptics about the veracity of that information. Well, thank you, Ben Charrington, for confirming all of this over the weekend. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Charrington met with the Pittsburgh media. This was last Friday late in the morning, and he was in there close to an hour. And I'm positive that within the scope of nearly an hour that nothing emerged that should have anyone even remotely encouraged about management's willingness to change its approach next season, meaning the approach where A, you don't fill the holes with real ball players. You just go and get the cheapest available. B, you keep plucking them off waiver wires all summer long and conducting a glorified tryout camp right there at PNC Park for six months. And C, they won't care. They won't care because they will have pre-designated. They already have designated it as a punt year. They don't call it that. I do that. That's what it is. They're punting as far as they can to try to buy as much time as they can for what they perceive as being a cavalry that's on the way from the Altoona curve. Never mind that the curve aren't exactly all of that loaded. There are some possibilities between AA and AAA, even a couple in single A, who'd be able to help in 2024. But nothing that's certain, nothing where you go, wow, now when that kid gets here, things are going to change. Really not the case. And definitely not where it comes to pitching, which is their principal focus in this specific discussion. They believe that they need these kid pitchers to get here before things can get serious. So when the subject came up with Charrington about payroll, which is probably going to be the most powerful and visible indicator of whether or not management slash ownership is serious at any point. This was Charrington's entire answer, and I quote, I don't believe focusing on payroll is the right thing to focus on in a town like Pittsburgh, in a place where a winning team is not going to be built in a way that it is in other places. The way we wake up every day and do our work Payroll's just not the thing that we think about. We want to look at how to improve the team in a way that makes sense for us and fits into our longer-term team-building strategy, gets us closer to that winning that we all want to get to as fast as we possibly can. It's not specific to payroll or dollars, but simply where are the opportunities to add to the team where what we're getting back helps the team and is the right investment, whether we're talking about players or money or anything. That's what good teams that are in situations like ours are doing all the time, and they're even doing it after they start winning all the time. Let me translate that for you. Tampa Bay Rays. 
This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. This one does fall on Bob Nutting. There's a lot of times when I laugh about stuff that people will connect to Nutting just because they're mad. Like a reliever has a bad outing and someone will, ah, Nutting, Nutting, Nutting. This one is a direct reflection of the chairman and the owner wanting to keep payroll low. And when I say keep, I mean keep. That's what the Rays do. The Rays don't have spikes in payroll. The Rays don't have periods or windows in which they declare themselves to be exceptionally interested in winning or going all in. They don't have that. The Rays were in the World Series with Blake Snell. (laughs) He yanked him from the game when they had a chance to win the thing. Because it's the way they believe in having multiple opportunities. And they're just going to keep knocking at the door because playoffs, according to Billy Bean a long time ago, are nothing other than luck, as he famously put it in Moneyball. Nothing but luck. So all you really need to do is to get into the playoffs every single year and hope that that roll of the dice goes your way. I'm not exaggerating here. It's in the book, and it's in the Rays' own practices. You can see it right out there on the field. They dumped Snell right after that World Series. Why? Because they knew they'd get a ton of prospects for him, and they could just keep the cycle going, even if the rotation was weakened a little bit the following year. Instead of just saying, wow, we were in the World Series. We could go out and get like one or two more players and we're home free. Nope. Kept the cycle going. That's what Nutting wants. That's what Charrington has agreed to. And that's the way this is going to go. They're not going to add to this team. They're not going to have an all-in period. They might not even have something like what the Pirates had in 2013, 14, and 15, where if you'll recall... Contrary to popular misperception, Neil Huntington, with Nutting's blessing, did kind of go all in, at least from the Pittsburgh perspective, in the sense that they took payroll over $100 million. They brought in guys who, although they were a little bit older, were name guys. You don't get them because they're names. You get them because they can help you, like Justin Morneau or Ramos Ramirez, Edinson Volquez. Joaquin Soria, you remember all that. And of course, acquiring A.J. Burnett and Russell Martin. And by the way, those three years also produced the Pirates' greatest profit margins in the nutting tenure. Profit. Profit. As in, he spent more money and made more money. But that's not good enough. That's not good enough. He has seen what the Rays do. He believes that just by hiring a a ton of people that he perceives to be smart or that Charrington perceives to be smart, that they can mimic the Rays here. You'll never guess what I'm about to say to that, will you? (laughs) 
We're not St. Petersburg, Florida. We're not. We've had a franchise here. We actually have people who go to games whenever the team is doing well. If the Pirates are even moderately successful in any given summer, they do pretty well at the gate. Not great, but pretty well. And if the Pirates are doing great, like they did for the better part of those three years I just cited, the city's throbbing over them. That's not St. Petersburg, Florida. And you can't get away with this tryout camp crap in an actual major league market. When we come back, J1Q. who asks, is Kevin Newman a placeholder until these so-called prospects get here, or is it even worth keeping Newman? Yeah, I think it is, Adam. He's a second-year arbitration guy for anybody who doesn't know. He's probably not going to get more than $2 million and change through that particular process, especially not having missed a big chunk of this past season, not being a, an everyday guy in the lineup. Will it help him that he hit? well within what the standards become in Pittsburgh, meaning that he actually had the highest batting average? Probably not, because those things don't get measured against how you did within your team. They get measured within how you do at your respective position across the majors. So Newman's not going to cost you much. You know he can cover you at short. He can cover you at second. Actually, he can play anywhere. Just a complete pro. And you're going to get just enough offense out of him that he's not going to disappoint you in that regard. So my answer to that would be, why not? There's not enough experience in this room right now, meaning legit veteran leadership, meaning guys who, uh, to use the baseball uh, parlance here, you know, go about their business the right way. I had a good talk with somebody that I'll share with you sometime soon uh, within the Pirates who was complaining somewhat bitterly about the lack of such leadership in that room through the 2022 season. Obviously, Newman was in there too, and Newman's not the most vocal guy, but what you do need are guys to show the kids at least how to do things properly in the majors. And while Newman isn't going to excite anybody in any regard, he's a good one to have there, and you know that you can trust him because you've had him for so many years. My belief is that the team will keep Newman far more important than anything that I think. Uh, Again, he doesn't cost much. And they sure do value positional flexibility. And Derek Shelton repeatedly praises Newman for his sound defense, his sound approach to playing the game fundamentally. He's not perfect out there, and he doesn't have the world's greatest range, but he does take care of things. You don't worry about Newman. It's nice to have someone like that around. Yes, I do expect uh, and, and hope that he'll be back. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. Thank you.